Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Kayleen. And I'm Anna. And we're Entrepreneurs, a podcast by two gay idiots navigating owning and operating their own businesses in the midst of end-stage capitalism. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You've made it to the last episode of season three. Wow, what a journey we've been on. How's your spring? I I think, I, I feel collectively uh, the spring is spranging. I think people are uh-huh. having a good spring. It's full of, uh, yes. Uh, I was at, I went to a Beltane ritual yesterday. Mm. We danced around a maypole, ate uh, oat cakes with honey. It was really nice. Yeah, that sounds great. Sat by the bayou. Nice. Very witchy. Yeah, that sounds good. Very I, good. I got myself yeah. a box of chocolates and Love um, that. ate it by the uh, by the lake. But before that, a stranger did tell me I had nice boobies. And then about one minute later, I found um, a very polished smoky quartz on the ground. This is, what a roller coaster. <laughs> so many plot twists in one sentence. Yeah, this is all like in 10 minutes, you know, and then I'm find me at the lake eating my chocolates you know so yep great pedestrian just 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 processing all of that (laughs) pedestrian um oh and then maybe like three minutes before the guy said nice boobies uh i found one of my favorite books in the little library cool yeah so that was good i want to touch on one more thing before we hop on into predictions um you know how last episode i was talking about it seems like people are ready for the cult well, uh-huh. I had a TikTok go viral about how I want to start a cult, and there's hundreds of comments that are like, thank you, beloved leader. <laughs> like, All right, so if you guys hear about an entrepreneur's retreat coming <laughs> up, <laughs> this is just our test run to see how we do as cult operators. I think, I think the wellness industry really needs to like cut back on the whole like retreat language because I think the people are very ready for cults like I, I I don't think they care about you know your wellness center or your community center or your retreats I think th- I think they just want to be in a cult um so. they need a commune D- out with retreats communes are in mm-hmm. yeah it's um it's the end times and I beta tested it so you don't have to um, just start wearing all white and just just call it just call it what it is, um, because I think people's bullshit meters um, they can't they don't want it they don't want it anymore you know like they don't want to make everyone has decision fatigue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh oh if only I could give my all my worldly belongings to someone else and they can make all my choices for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we kind of in the last episode we kind of fleshed out what our cult would look like of a. Uh, uh, gay arranged marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cool. think that's one of the things that I, I talk to people. Honestly, even some people that are in relationships and they're like, uh, yeah, arranged marriage would be fine. Like if I trusted it, like it, it to me, it seems kind of plato- like it seems like a very not platonic, but it's uh, maybe not the most romantic decision. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's I feel like this is a, this is part, this is queer culture a little bit, a little bit of queer culture, a little bit of, a little bit of non-monogamy culture, a little bit of relationship anarchy is that, uh, all your part, not all your partnerships need to be romantic partnerships. 
sometimes yeah. who you decide to spend your life to with so it needs to be a very practical decision yeah i think so it's like to buy a house with two incomes wow that's a lot easier than like my friends bought a house down here and then i like was thinking about how much their mortgage was and then how much each of them paid and i was like i'm over here renting and i'm like hold up am i getting scammed <laughs> like like, yes. Wait, you're you're paying how much to live? Like, <laughs> um, come buy a house. Come buy a house. Yeah, literally. I was just like, well, there's the pipeline, and I was just like, I will def- I will absolutely platonically buy a house with somebody. Like that. We've talked about sense. it. Sense. Um, We've talked about it before. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, you could. I don't see myself as a homeowner, but we'll see. We'll see. All right, I'll um. Uh, that's a conversation for probably not on the podcast. <laughs> not on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, how do I convince Kayleen to uh, to nest with me? Because <laughs> she's a fine, upstanding, patriotic, healthy, normal American boy. <laughs> that's my pitch, everybody. Take it early. All right. So, um, All right. We're going to do what we traditionally do on the season finale. Um, which is to make our predictions for next season. Um, I, and reflect on the past. I am sad to say that Henry Kissinger did not die this spring. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. That's all I wanted. Yeah. Um, but see, did we have to not we, want it. <laughs> yeah, we have to not want it. What uh, What did we predict? Did you have you? I can't remember. I don't know. I besides feel like that. it was just probably like a lot of fires, which. Yeah. In Colorado, yeah. I feel like that's more of a sum. Well, seasonal. We've discovered that all of our seasonal predictions are garbage. Um, did we predict any more weird tornadoes? Because Kansas got a bunch of them this past weekend. Gosh, I saw like I'm eight... somehow on tornado TikTok, same. and I would like to be off. There's like I would like di- to be off. It's like the same tornado, eight different views. And I looked at the comment section, and it was like point of view. Everybody filmed this tornado. <laughs> Nobody's well, taking cover. Um, I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like, um, this, I saw this one that was just like this guy being like, oh, that's kind of in the direction of my house. And then it cuts to, yeah, that was my house. (laughs) Just a neighborhood that's fucking destroyed. (laughs) She's like, what are we doing? I don't know, Kayleen, it's people's processes. It's like you, you get funnier in trauma. Uh, yes, I know. Uh, so do they, you know? Let the, let the kids let, let, tic- let TikTok sort it out. Yeah. Handle it. Let the cards fall where they might. Right. Um, All right. So summer summer 2022 predictions. Mm, this, okay. This one, maybe it's wishful thinking. I don't know. I Okay. How about Louisiana doesn't get a hurricane, but Texas and the panhandle do? Mm. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah, Louisiana's yeah. done its time. God, I hope so. <laughs> two two summers of just absolute garbage. I yeah. could I, I could use a little bit of a rest. Yeah. Um how about some like out of season snowing? Oh. What if yeah. Perhaps the northeast gets like a late season yeah, like cold June. snap? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, why not? What is what is Daddy Musk gonna do this summer? Do oh we think? Oh my gosh! Um, well, he bought Twitter, right? 
he got approved to buy Twitter. It has not gone through yet. Yeah, approved to buy Twitter. I, I don't know what these things mean. Um, I I think he's gonna bitch out at the last second. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. like he was just he was just blustery and the, yeah, he's just I like know. I want it now. I want it now, Daddy. I think we'll have like a summer blockbuster that will change the collective. I am uh, not... I mean, the Doctor Strange movie's coming out this week. Ooh. I don't think it's going to be a very riot summer. Um, no. No, I don't think so. I think people are, um, I don't want to say tired, but, like, they're not pissed off enough right now. I think we're in a lull. We've been, we've been tapped out. Mm-hmm. I think Everybody's we're in, like, like oh, an energetic yeah. lull of, like, in between COVID spikes and not quite world war three yet you know so we're yeah <laughs> just kind of we're gonna take it while we can uh so um yeah i i don't know i think maybe i it, i think it might i think maybe towards the end of the summer it might get kind of weird but the beginning of the summer i think may and june i'm gonna just say may is summer it's yeah. gonna be kind of I think it's going to be kind of silly and fun. What kind of vibes do you think we're getting? Uh, oh, God, what was I? I just lost my train of thought mid, mid-sentence. mid um, Oh, that's silly, fun, dumb, cult summer. Dumb, cult summer. Yeah, I did two workouts back-to-back, so I don't have any brain cells left. Good. Um, As You don't need them. I don't need them. The bimbo, oh, it, can this be my sum, my bimbo summer? I'm already there. I'm into it. No think. Yeah. Only tan. Yeah. No think, only smoothies. <laughs> only smoothies. <laughs> no coffee. Think too much on coffee. <laughs> oh, no. I can't give up coffee. Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like the overall energy is going to be kind of chill. Um, at least in the beginning. I think it's going to get weird around August. And maybe that's like war stuff and supply chain stuff, which, yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like we're just kind of on the edge there. Um. <laughs> it feels like everybody's just like, well, we know supply chains are an issue, but we're just going to we're just going to put that back here. We're just we're not we're going to put that in the corner. We're not going to look at it for a little while. Yeah, we all know it's there, but we don't. It's We're limping along just fine. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I'll uh, cross that bridge when I come to it. I feel like the person I see who complains about it the most is my friend who's a costume, uh, who works in costuming in New York That's for funny. television. And she's like, I can't, there's nothing on the racks. Remember when clo- when stores had clothes? Oh my gosh. And I was like, oh no, yeah. that's not a good sign. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for real. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know, listeners, but I guess we'll... Uh, kind of be taking this journey together i really hope we don't have a uh a repeat of like our our first season where we just took the break in between and then came back the next season completely different we took the- we were like hey we've been through some shit <laughs> and this is a different podcast now <laughs> yeah what yeah <laughs> who will we be by the end of the summer yeah because that was like you know that break was like august september so I, I well think- and i will say this we took a longer break last year because we 
batched a bunch of episodes mm-hmm. early and we were like done with the first season by the time we uploaded the first season. Mm-hmm. So we had a longer break, whereas now we just record a week ahead of time pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if we go through any major summer changes, reader, you'll be right along there with us. Yeah. You can see it happen in real time. Oh, my gosh. Assuming we still have power. Hey. Um, The grid. Oh, gosh. The grid's fine, everybody. The grid is okay. Um, All right. Let's see how the tarot wants to... uh, Yeah, what is the tarot? Yeah. What's our season? going to be sassy. We should have looked back and done our tarot journey like we did last season finale. But last season finale was really narrative. I mean, what was this? We just had like a like a bunch of page page of A swords, lot of pages. Page of page of Nine wands, of Cups last week. Nine of Cups. And then before the Page of Swords is like Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. And then I think we had like an Ace of Wands in there. Yeah. I was just honestly, like this whole season, the energy of the tarot has just been like have fun, fuck around, find All out. All right. We have uh, the lovers. Wow. Hey. Wow. Um, which is a card that's all about partnerships. Um, and I think, I don't know, this card, is, I feel like the lovers has a lot of different um, interpretations, but it's not, I think it's really about who you choose. One, who you choose to surround yourself with and also who you decide you are in that context like Mm. sometimes the best way to like figure out who you are and what you stand for is to put yourself in contrast to another person Mm. and so this is all about like i don't know it's like um knowing who like having a strong enough sense of self that you can partner with another person without losing yourself completely in that other person that's interesting. That's like a yeah. strong a strong lover's relationship is two whole beings. This is what you need to remember when we arrange marriage you in our cult that yes. you have <laughs> a strong sense of health. Self. Self. Yeah. So you do not get lost in another person, all right? Yeah. Not too strong because I I'm still Cuz it is okay? a cult, okay? We <laughs> Don't be exercise. Don't don't be exercising too many of those brain muscles. Yeah, come, yeah, come on. You don't want to pay taxes, all right? It's it's worth it. Like you don't pay taxes, and I get to choose who you marry. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fair. Um, Will our commune have goats? Of course, baby goats. Of course, cool. Yeah, I mean they're so cute. But the lovers, I I just feel like the lovers really rounds out this whole kind of like. Maybe the fuckboy is not a fuckboy, you know, because I feel like we're getting really big fuckboy energy. Hang on. Let's pause it. I want to I want to take a look at what we're okay. going off of, because this I, this really is some of the like the coolest part of the podcast. I think. All right. We took a quick uh quick time out so yeah. that Anna could research the the previous cards. You want to take us through it, the narrative? Yeah. Here? So. We started off the season with Eight of Cups, which is just like hilarious. Yeah, which, because that's how we. Yeah, it's a good we, callback. It's if a you really remember, good that was the card that we pulled multiple times last season, where we were like, 
okay, it's like for three real, times. Yeah. yeah, for real, walk the fuck away. Like, what are you still doing here? What are you still doing here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we started off with eight of cups, and then we had five of wands, which is like the conflict, which is yeah, also like, or the and it's also the like just too many cooks in the kitchen, like uh-huh. uh, too yeah, much too much. And then we go wheel of fortune. Uh huh. So things start to shift. Yeah, faded. Two of wands. Yep, setting you on a path. Page of swords. Being a beginner. Page of wands. Uh huh. Nine fuckboy energy. Uh-huh. Start a cult energy. Uh huh. Nine of cups. Yep. Just enjoy the fuck out of your life. And then the yeah. lovers, which I feel like nine yeah. of cups and the lovers is just like, that's some of like the best. Yeah. Big wheel, keep on turning. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly. Like, that's just such like decadent energy right there. Yeah. Like, go like, I don't know, eat an oyster. Like, do something. Just, yeah. like, decadent and sensual. Yeah. Literally. Like, it's just such a... Ugh. The Delta yeah. Enduring Tarot has, like, their Nine of Cups has huge fuckboy energy. It's really interesting. Because mm. it's the Nine of Oysters, and it's just someone who's just, like, looks like they're in a very luxurious state of being. Yeah. Yeah, this is my Nine of Cups month, and honestly, I think this might be my best month all year. Um, because it's the night. It's cups just, it's, uh, readers, so it's May 2nd. <laughs> you know what? If y'all listen to this whip, this podcast, then you're used to the whiplash. Yeah. Right? Like, in my mind, it's already like May 31st. Like, yeah. Okay, guys, keep this in mind when we, uh, when you, we're back in, uh, late June and you can tell. You can tell us uh, and remind us what that Anna said that this is her best month ever. <laughs> May second. It's called manifesting. You guys look it up. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, the lovers go. You know, go. Uh, who you align yourself with is a choice. I'm gonna say this like anecdotally. So sometimes I ask um, questions to my tarot deck to like show me different things and I was like what is a card that represents absolute abundance and it was the lovers Mm -hmm. um so I think that's also a really good way to look at it too also like that nine of cups abundance overflow decadent I think the lovers can definitely have that energy too oh yeah the lovers is also very interesting because they have the story because they have the tower with them and then they they also have the they also have the devil yeah the the lovers wind up um in the de- in the depicted in the devil card too so it's a mm-hmm. it's a it's a tightrope walk as mm-hmm. with all things mm-hmm. wheel, we, the wheel I mean, the wheel of fortune baby well yeah it's also 2022 and if you're not familiar with edging on orgasm and psychosis and you know mental health breakdowns like then what are you doing like, come on it's just um it's just how we're how we live baby um beautiful that's like a really really nice journey to start out the season eight of cups and then and, and i i, I should say that there's a deck we use fyodor pavlov the the lovers is very clearly a trans couple which i also really mm-hmm. love yeah yeah it's a beautiful deck they're both nakey mm-hmm. it's really nice um cool all right so let's get into it set the table we are serving the main dish. 
so we are gonna go into something more sticky I guess today and I don't think we've had like a full-on episode on this subject and it is money and money 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 we've talked about like planning for like retirement planning Mm -hmm. and our conflict around that we've talked a lot about money in bro book reviews Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think i don't think this is going to be much of a like strategic episode about money but more about like money mindset and money attitudes yeah and i think also like money rules because i think the money money rules rules are really changing with just how yeah new the industries are and with the great resignation and everything and people like right quitting and i do think i do think uh one of the things like with bro books and with honestly a lot of business podcasts um there's a lot of people talking about it from a position of wealth and privilege and um who don't necessarily seem to like grasp that you can't always like manifest your way out of systemic poverty but (laughs) well okay so here's my thought on that because it's definitely an elephant in the room and i think that with the right mindset you can like make anything happen but like the the barriers to get to that mindset and the mental health barriers they're real they're really fucking real um, yeah and, and, and it's, it's like that's if leap. you it's the mental you, health leap Absolutely. yeah and if you can't yeah if if all you're surrounded with is like sometimes you know sometimes you can't see the forest from the trees because mm-hmm. you're just in it so mm-hmm. um yeah i think that's that's a big thing that a lot of people don't like to talk about is the fact that like yeah um there's just like it, a lot of this is just systemic and to act like you can just like love and light your way to wealth and abundance is mm-hmm. um ignorant <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. to say that's the kindest way i could put it um, mm-hmm. yeah because i think i mean i've seen myself just decide and make that happen but i also right. know that how much like, work did you put in exactly it was not overnight yeah it's, it's just it just wasn't overnight and like i also have yeah privilege and a life and support systems and like really strong support systems like with my friends and my groups and things like that um and I think one of the main things about like accumulating accumulating wealth um I think would be like tenacity um and that is such a hard thing to fucking want because it's just like the grit to like stay with it it's like that grind you know um because i feel like there is like this energy of like receiving and flow and like i love that and i definitely like my biggest months have been like when i wasn't trying but um but how much of your biggest months have been when you haven't weren't trying but like what about all the months of trying that led up to that so that you could have an easy month yeah what felt like an easy month uh-huh and that's the thing that's like tricky about it is because it's like it's not it's it is that like non-linear energy um but i want to talk about how i gosh even the past two years how much the rules of money have changed yeah um and how they are going to continue to change like we're not 
uh, we're not stepping into a world where money's going to get less weird. I think it's going to continue to get more weird. But I also think that there are going to be a lot of like opportunities for that. And I think that the wealth gap will continue to separate until if, I mean, I think we kind of have two options. We're either going to go anarchy or UBI, right? Yeah. And either way, money is just going to c- completely change about how right. we how we view that. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, so I, I even, I have a financial advisor now, like, through work, which is, like, very adult and not me, but we have, like, a, we, I, I qualified for, like, a simple IRA program that, uh, through my work, that they use, like, one of the financial firms to manage, and we had a conversation, he's been, like, try, call, I don't know, I had to, like, give him verbal approval to, like, invest my money. Um, mm-hmm. and he was like, listen, uh, the, the idea is that this is like a long-term investment. Like you shouldn't follow it up and down every day. He was like, the odds are that in like 20, 30 years, you'll have more money from this investment. And if you don't, it will be the least of your worries. And I was yeah. like, fair enough. That does align with my thinking. Yes. Yeah. And I ha- I mean, similarly, my partner in uh, investment strategy is that they re- invest in renewable, sustainable energy because if it does well, great. And if it doesn't, money won't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like kind of kind of there. Um, but I think it's like the safety that money can provide you um, yeah. is really – really important um and yeah it's stability yeah i mean you know it's 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 like a knowing like you know knowing that you have like money buys you food like keeps you nourished it keeps you sheltered it keeps you safe and stable and Mm -hmm. if you don't have that as an undercurrent life is fucking hard Mm -hmm. if you don't have like that's that's just it and it's really hard to like it's really hard to get that get there if you don't have that like underlying stability to Mm -hmm. begin with yeah Yeah. and it's like a i think there's like so many so many of the times it's like people are like like getting out of survival mode right i think is like the biggest thing that you can do right um to like ease in to actually like i don't know at least for me and i can speak that for myself um it was yeah like getting out of i don't know if i was i don't know if i would ever consider myself in survival mode maybe other people would if they saw i absolutely have been yeah. yeah i mean like when i was working three jobs like with no days off to like try and keep myself afloat because like because of financial commitments that were made when i had a different yeah lifestyle uh that fucking sucked that felt like survival mode and i couldn't do it for very long yeah like it became very apparent that i needed to get get a cheaper place within like six months because it was just too much i like i've done the three jobs thing but i never like felt like i never felt the stress of it and i don't know i don't know why maybe I don't know because I think it was always like a short-term thing and I was like I'm doing this for a goal so I can do this and maybe that's yeah. kind of yeah, always yeah. been my out is it was always just like this isn't forever I'm gonna do this then I'm gonna do fucking something awesome yeah but at the end of the day like the thing like 
here's the deal. Bosses aren't going to pay you more money. Like, we're seeing this happen right now. There's a huge housing crisis happening because landlords are jacking up the rent. But no one's making more money. Like, not people who... Mm-hmm. Not regular people. Um, and the only way to, like, really take the cap off of your income potential is to go into business mm-hmm. for yourself. Where you decide your rates mm-hmm. and your and you give yourself raises. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the podcasts I really listened to a lot, uh, like a few years ago was called being boss. And one of the questions they had was like, what can you do to, if you had, if you had to make a hundred dollars today, what could you do? Hmm. Even just a hundred dollars. And if you at like, what, what is like, what, what do you have? What skills do you have available? What I mean, I would like open up a candle sale. Whether I have candles to sell yet mm-hmm. or not, I'd open up a pre-order. Done. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, you know, like think that if you're if you're not someone who's like currently in business for yourself, think about that. It's gonna get weird. Housing is gonna get yeah. more scarce. Sorry, it's just I've yeah. seen too many neighborhoods like flooded and burnt to a crisp the past five years to like yeah uh, really have any other kind of outlook on that and and um there's really stupid ways you can make money there's really stupid ways you can make a lot of money you know you can fucking just so much dumb shit there's so much dumb shit that you can do and that i think once it starts to go it can just start flowing but that's where like the energetics of things is tough I don't even want to say tough, but that's where the work comes in, I think, because you have to believe that it's possible for yourself. And that's the self-belief of like being an entrepreneur that is really tough to like continue to have. Um, it's like, yeah, this is going to work. Of course, this is going to work. And it's almost like delusion, honestly. It's, right. it's you're telling yourself it's going to work. And so you're going to act in this energy that it's already worked and that this is how, you know, you would send an email and this is what you're sales page would look like and this is how you talk to clients and this is your customer experience and all these other things you kind of have to come at it if you're just starting not even if you're just starting if you're continuing to like evolve your business you have to do it from a point of somebody who already has it because you can't like you can't you can't think like a broke bitch if you're asking for money like and it and it sucks and i wish that you could but you really have to just kind of like divorce fake it to fake it till you yeah, make it divorce the person that you were and the divorce the person of like how you thought about this kind of thing and i think it's okay if it creeps up sometimes but you don't have to like you can let them in the room but you don't have to let them drive the boat um it's like it's okay my past self is a little you know she's been through it but like i can hold her hand and we can go through this stuff together um and we don't have to like do it alone and we can figure out like how to make a different life for ourselves and then once you start to selling things to people who have money gosh they're it's just when you're dealing with somebody whose reality is so different um money wise than yours you're just like oh gosh i could charge double triple 
five times, ten times. Because with the gap increasing to, like, the, the wealth gap is increasing, the be- that, that means, to me, the best way to make money <laughs> is to target the people that are on, you know, the upside of the K curve. And then when you have mm-hmm. that, then you can help your homies out. You can create a life of abundance that you want and 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 have that like nine of cups energy and you can like trickle trickle it down if you will, baby. Shower it on your friends or, you know, just have opportunities for yourself and like, you know, if you want to travel, then you can let somebody stay at your house while you travel and like kind of solve this housing crisis like piece by piece. Um because nobody it's not going to come top down. And it's not gonna. No, they don't give a fuck. It's, it's uh, you know, and if you're in stuck in like survival was, mode, you can't do shit. You can't do shit in survival mode. But you can be broke I and was, not be uh, in survival mode. Absolutely, I believe that. But I will say, it's a lot easier to not be in survival mode if you're not broke. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I was definitely when I was on the bayou yesterday. I was like looking at all the houses and be like, mm, can't wait to live in that house after. The fallout. After the world ends and everybody, fl- all the rich people flee. Yeah, they're going to Canada. <laughs> Let Canada. Me go to Canada. Um, so let's kind of talk about some things that we do, like money energetically wise and like things that we've tried and things that like we like. Have you done anything? I do money rituals. Yeah. I got a, yeah, I've got a great candle money spell that's worked for me mo- many times. Yeah. So... You want to walk us through a little bit of, like, where you Yeah, are? it's a little, um, it's not a spell that I wrote, but it's, I think, um, it's something that anyone can do. Um, and it, you can kind of modify it to however you want. I do a little bit of chaos magic, sigil magic. But basically, you're going to write your intention down, um, and be as specific as possible and write it in, like, present tense. So instead of being like, um, I, I will be receiving X amount of money or, or I will be financially secure, like whatever you want to be like, I have in my hands a $60,000 check Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, like be as specific as possible and speak as it about it as it has, as if it has already happened, write that intention down. You're going to make a sigil, um, which uh, I'm, you know, uh, a sigil based on your intention, which I'm not going to go into how you do that because it's a little, it's not for an audio medium. Um, You're going to want to take your candle, dress it with some herbs and oils that um, lend themselves towards like abundance and financial success. Maybe some like road blocking or like some, some block, like if you have like roadblock shattering kind of. If you feel like you have blockages around money, there are some herbs and stuff that can work with that. Um, and then I like to put it on a plate, um, put the intention folded up underneath the candle. Around the candle, you'll tie a sprig of or a stick of cinnamon that's been wrapped in a dollar. Mm. Um, and then I would put some coins on the plate surrounding the um, candle, and I sprinkle a bunch of gold dust. Nice. Like gold glitter, and then I let it, and then I let it burn. It's like a, one of those seven day candles, which never actually burn for seven days or like three mm. or four. And you just let it go. Um, I think also um, th- something that I 
really like to do energetically around money is treat my cash with respect. Mm. Um, so make sure that like your bill, like every so often take time, go through your purse or your wallet or your change drawer or like that place in your car where you toss your loose change and like go through it, organize it, like make sure that like all the bills in your wallet are stacked nicely and facing the same way. And like, I don't know, just like treat money well, Mm -hmm. like energetically and see how it, how it treats you. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think it's important to like examine your uh, gut reactions when people talk around mm-hmm. around money. Like, how do you how and and what associations you have with money and and uh, investigate where those come from. Like, if you're someone who said who's like like resonates with money is the root of all evil, why? You should probably you should probably read investigate that thought because you're probably not going to build a lot of wealth um if you also hold that belief at the same time yeah i feel that you're not gonna yeah you're not gonna hold on to a lot of money if you have extremely negative reaction or negative uh, associations with it um so what's my process like um I feel like I I tried to do a candle money magic spell one time but then it like broke Literally all of the components that you bought broke before you could even bring them into the it house. Was wild. Anna doesn't do candle magic in that way. Yeah, I just you have I'll a different just kind of like write, I'll like light some candles and vibe. That's like like mm-hmm. I'll build an altar and I'll like light some candles and I'll vibe. But I like yeah. So I tr- yeah. I learned the the hard way on that one. Like literally, I let somebody like a neighbor. I was like, here, smell this money oil, and then I put it in and. I thought the lid wasn't screwed on, but the the bottom of the glass bottle had just fallen off. Completely broke. It was gone. Yeah. And then the candle was smashed. I was like, what the fuck? It's like, okay. Yeah. Say less, I guess. Um, yep. Don't do this ritual. This is not for you. So um, I feel like I do a lot of like, I think I do like a lot of like public surrender stuff. Like a lot of the dancing will just kind of get me there. I know one time I did this, uh, manifestation challenge and it was like three or four days and it was just like scripting stuff and you would like dance and then script and I did it and I was just like I want three twenty thousand dollar months and I got one so that was cool like within like Mm -hmm. a month or two so I was like well that was that was interesting and that was like the biggest month you know so um I'd ever had so I was like okay that's uh sure I'll take it. Yeah, here's the thing. If you set, like, a big crazy goal uh, money-wise for, like, your income for, like, a month, even if you don't hit the big crazy goal, you're probably going to make more money than you would have if you did That's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's just, like, you're just, like, opening your mind to, like, accepting more Mm -hmm. and adding zeros to places that, like, you weren't used to it. Um, And I think uh, one of my best things to do, maybe in, like, dating – and in business also i fucking i love to ask people for shit i love to ask for money love to ask for it you know like what's your budget blah 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 i like ask people to buy me things too like if we Mm -hmm. are like dating or even kind of like flirtatious i'll like ask people maybe that's i don't know maybe that's a little spicy get what you deserve girl yeah i'm just gonna like (laughs) yeah yeah i mean say no say no my money yeah. manifestation hack is ask for money. 
Also, if you're dating a man, yeah. fucking ask him, for, like, and if he doesn't buy you shit, let him yeah. go. <laughs> We're que- queers, like, don't, don't date men if there's no actual benefit for you. Yeah, just like, huh. If they're not picking up the tab, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah, literally. Um, but I think I just, like, even with women, I like them to pay for things for me also. Oh, me too. I'm a princess. <laughs> yeah. I just like, eh. I'd rather not. I'd rather you pay for it. Um, thank you. Uh, thank you. Um, and then I know for me and in my business, it's definitely like a more seasonal kind of thing. And we're trying to get into something, you know, that we don't, it's more consistent and it's more, less lulls um, in like actual production. Um, but that's, that's another episode, but just kind of respecting the seasons that you're in, I think can be really important. I know like your job is like this too, where you will have lulls and sometimes with the lulls, you can be like, fuck man, just enjoy them. Enjoy the Mm -hmm. lulls because it'll always come back. And when you're, when you're planning for your, when you, when you know you're going to have busy season, like make sure you're planning you're you're respecting your money and like setting aside some of it for what you know is going to be a Mm -hmm. lull like i work like we said i work super hard in the winter so that i can have time off for mardi gras because that's really important Mm -hmm. to me um and mardi gras is expensive so uh you gotta have yourself like a little cushion yeah um i think for anybody like who wants to get into like kind of like abundance work um, and like money mindset work because like shit works. If you're, if you're mentally in a place to like fuck around with that, then like I, I would almost say that you're doing yourself a disservice. Um, If you are, if you feel stable enough to fucking fuck around with some energy around you, and I would say probably more people than not that are listening to this podcast you know, you, y'all probably aren't in the pits of despair. I, I, I don't think this is really the podcast you would reach for, for that. And I don't think our energy definitely, I don't think our energy lends itself to, um, uh, rock bottom, you know, like, no. Yeah. Yeah. If you're on the struggle bus, don't listen to us. We're assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, maybe listen to I don't know, someone, a Tony Robbins or some shit. I feel like that's his big. He's not much nicer than we are. Yeah, maybe that's his arc, though. He's he's pretty he's pretty hard. He's pretty bootstrappy. Yeah, I don't know who to listen to, folks. Listen to Brene Brown. Yeah, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> but she will be gentle with you. Listen to Glennon Doyle Melton. <laughs> They're very. They'll be very gentle. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but, yeah, like, start fucking around with some stuff and see what feels good. I love reading money mindset books. I love listening to money mindset podcasts. It's just fun for me. It's fun to think of things like right uh, like that. And I don't think I'm really in a season of, like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I want to, like, make a ton of money. Like, I'm trying to make money, right? But, like, I'm not trying to, like, really yeah. grow that right now Um, in the year of surrender, I guess. I think I tried to. And then I was just like, no, that's not the vibe right now. I was like, I just want to enjoy myself and position myself to ask for a shit ton of money soon. Yeah. Or like in the next. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I like to, I like to create mantras around abundance Mm. and I like to repeat them, especially as I'm spending money. Mm. 
so that you can let go of the fear that like you shouldn't that you need to hold on to all your money um if i am if i have to spend money if i feel like things are tight but i need to make necessary purchases Mm -hmm. and all the it's coming it's going to come back Mm -hmm. to me it's all coming back tenfold um all right let's go into bro book review and it's not a bro book yeah bro book reviews i read a bro book every week so you don't have to I'm sorry, y'all. I like. I feel like sometimes I can be so sloppy with this, but it's um, money loves you. Ah, gosh, who is it by? Um, Give me one moment. Love money, money loves you. A conversation with the energy of money by Sarah McCrum. And the idea is that this person channeled the energy of money, and then is talking as if girly. (laughs) Okay, girly. That's ambitious. <laughs> Even Abraham Hicks is just a guy. <laughs> yeah. Um well basically the whole like context of it uh cuz take like the whole new age mo- movement as you will, right? Um but like we are shit is different and shit is changing and like the way money is being made and the quantities and the ways it's getting made, it's just a lot different. I mean, five years ago, were we talking about passive income outside of the the stock market? Not really. Um, five years ago, yeah, but like eight years yeah. ago, no. Yeah, where it just became like this whole thing, and it's just like it changed a lot. So basically, it's like this idea of getting to a place that you are just in full pleasure and you are really enjoying your life and you're excited to work on a project that can make you money. And the whole idea is like, are you in this quote new world? We need to take place in as much pleasure as possible to make money. And I fucking feel that as a creative. Yes. Like some of like my best, best projects, you know, that I make the most money. I'm having so much fun. And it's just, it's kind of like this idea of, uh, you know, like sometimes maybe like your your cheap client is gonna fucking make you miserable. Um, so. Mhm. Yeah, cheap energy sucks. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like you don't really want to be around it, and like sometimes people try to like. And all when people who are looking for a deal or looking for who have cheap energy are people who devalue labor. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. Like that just out. Let's that's. All it comes down yeah. to at the end of the day is you don't value labor. So fuck yeah. off. Like that's a good way to put it. Um Yeah, that's not that's not queer politics, that's not radical politics, yeah. that's really shitty. Yeah. So um you know. So whatever. Yeah, so this book, um yeah, it was just kind of like take it easy vibe enjoy yourself and it was very much like don't work that hard it's just like you don't need it was just really putting and it wasn't like these like the secret where it was just like oh pretend like you got a check in the mail it's just like no just do stuff that makes you feel good and then start taking action on your projects um which i thought was really nice um 
because yeah. I think sometimes the whole like for example the secret that it it's um it's passive it can be pa- it can it can be interpreted as very passive mm-hmm. yeah or yeah like vision boarding and like stuff like that um but I think the things that's like good like good with things like that is you're taking time to put yourself in the energy of like what you want to be and I think that can come in a lot of different ways um of like how that looks for you so um honestly I would recommend it it's an interesting read um and I'm listening to it on audio and it's just kind of like strange um but I would say that there are some like unique perspectives of just like it talks about like an hour every day just spend an hour every day cultivating like pleasure and enjoyment in your life and then having said pleasure and enjoyment just like echo into everything that you do which like how could I argue with that like that's literally all that I want right you know all I want is nine of cups that's it yeah It's a very let's let's wish a very nine of cups summer for us yeah, all. Yeah, everybody have a good nine of cups summer. Throw some dinner parties. Yeah, go swimming. Go to the fucking water. Maybe end up on a boat. Look at some sunsets. Make out with kids. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be on a boat in like. I'm gonna be on a boat in like two weeks. Yeah, where are you going? For work. We got invited um, to be a part of an oyster harvest oh yeah that's what you're saying oh that's funny yeah oysters. yeah yeah mm-hmm. um yeah like what else like just enjoy yourself enjoy what life is looking like for you um happy you know summer 2022 everybody because i think this is a i think we all feeling all right at least for a little bit you mm-hmm. know and that's all we can hope for this has very like spring of 2021 post-vaccine energy yeah i think we're all just like very much on the roller coaster like we're in the loop of like who knows when the when the next covid surge is gonna be like what new variants gonna come let's just like but when numbers are down let's just fucking enjoy it pretty much all right so come hang out with me join my tiktok poll at the dot fake guru and then Instagram, the fake dot guru. And then, um, yeah, what do you got for us, Kayleen? Um, Candles Unincorporated on Instagram. We're going to be doing a uh, late spring drop very shortly within the next week or two. Um, and you can follow me, Swamp Witch with four eyes on Instagram. That's my personal. And you can watch me do weddings and frolic in the field. Um Happy summer. Happy summer. Uh, Yeah. Have a gay day. All right. See you at the summer solstice.